Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette, and today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Girl Scouts, DuPage Health Coalition, and the Downtown Naperville Alliance. watching Spotlight and joining me today from the Girl Scouts are Julie Samaji and Adrian Fleming. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you both with us. I'm going to start right off with you, Julie. Uh, Girl Scouts are celebrating 110 years. That's a lot. That's a big anniversary. It is. Why is that important in today's society? I think because of the timelessness of the impact of the Girl Scout program. I think more than ever, girls need champions who are going to cheer them on as they go through all their growth and development phases and help them prepare to be um, amazing adults who are confident and um, secure in what they want to achieve in life. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, a hundred years. That's a long time. It's been relevant for over a century. It has been, and it's also mirrored a lot of what's gone on in society. So Girl Scouts is a reflection of the things that girls and women have gone through over time. And right now, it's an exciting point for girls and women, um, representative in all kinds of careers and uh, dreams, and um, also the sense of being secure in who you are, not who um, people think you should be. And I think that's one of the underlying principles of Girl Scouting. So. Adrian, now you've been volunteering for a long time, not 100 years, no. but over 13. So talk about what drew you into the Girl Scouts. Um, quite simply, I was a girl guide back in Canada and loved it, thoroughly enjoyed it. Couldn't wait to have kids of my own to be able to be a leader. And um, <clears throat> when we moved down here to the States, I wanted my daughter, my eldest daughter, to join so she could make a bunch of friends really quick and we could get involved in the school, our local school, and they didn't have a spot for her in the school troop. They were full, and they said to me, well, do you want to be a leader? And I was like, yep, that's for sure. And so we've had a troop, and my eldest has now graduated, but my youngest daughter is in a troop right now, and I run that troop for her, and it's, um, yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> and, well, and I love that because, you know, volunteerism is really a calling. Uh, both your daughters and the girls that have been in the troops with you have obviously had a lot of benefits, Adrian, of you being their leader. What have been some of the benefits for you being a volunteer? For me, it has been pride and gratitude. Gratitude in order to have been able to help these young ladies go through whatever they've accomplished. And the pride in seeing them go from either being a young girl who was afraid to look, make eye contact with somebody when we'd be selling Girl Scout cookies to standing up in a room full of people, girls, parents, um, leaders, every, a bunch of people they don't know and be able to talk fully and openly about whatever the event we're holding and why Girl Scouts are important to them and why it's important to be involved in the community. Um, that would be absolutely the best part. Yeah, well, and that's lovely too, right? Because you're part of that journey, but you also get to, to really witness the growth of the young people. Yep. Yeah. Um, Julie, uh, we talked a little with Adrienne about what motivated her to get into volunteering. Sure. Uh, talk a little bit about kind of the volunteers you're looking for at the Girl Scouts and, and why it's more important than ever that you do have volunteers in the Girl Scouts. Oh my gosh, volunteers are the heartbeat. Uh, they're the, the life energy that um, propels the Girl Scout movement forward. 
Um, and I think that there's often a um, sort of a myth that exists that you have to have daughters to be a Girl Scout troop leader. And that's something I'd love to shatter today. Um, <laughs> Anyone who has a passion for helping champion girls and all they can achieve is the perfect person to be a Girl Scout volunteer. Um, we have dads, we have um, professional women, a lot of our leaders uh, are uh, working parents and uh, they do this on timelines that work for them, whether it's the evenings or the weekends, it's very, very flexible. We also have um, pre-packaged curriculum that for somebody who leads a very busy life but still wants to make an impact on the life of a girl, um, they can pick up the curriculum and it's basically step-by-step -step written out for them. We wanna make it easy to deliver the program. That's what the meaningful part about all of the volunteering is, is really about. It's about um, helping change the lives of girls for the better. And I think that's, and I love the fact that you say you don't have to have a child in the program, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, myth shattered right there. Uh, but talk a little bit too, because this has been a challenging for everybody, challenging couple of years. How has that impacted the volunteer? And why is it more important than ever? Yeah, so we've gotten very creative. Um, and what we've really focused in on over the last couple of years is the impact that all of the events of the last few years have had on girls' lives. We have um, girls who missed out on social parts uh, very early in very critical times in their lives when they were incoming kindergartners and they didn't have socialization. They were um, missing the connection. They were trying to find their footing. And we are an organization that provides that almost instantaneously, mm -hmm. that focus on the girl, that focus on helping her connect and helping her find her passions in life. Um, it's a very life-affirming, positive experience um, that we believe um, can have an incremental and absolutely lifelong effect on, on girls. Okay. Adrian, give mm. me a quick highlight of one of yours, because I know you've got memories on this. Oh, so. gosh, there's too many to mention. Um, I think the, the most memorable would actually be the car rides on hmm. trips. Mm. Honest to goodness, just sitting there, they forget you're sitting there, and they're talking away about everything that's happening at school and whatever boys they like and whatever else, and just being, them feeling so comfortable with being able to talk about anything in front of me. That's, that's probably... I think most. that's a great uh, point about all those important times that we spend with our children, with other young people when we're mm -hmm. driving uh, to events, to places. Highly underrated quality time together, right? Very much so. Yeah. So Julie, <laughs> talk a little bit about how do people get involved with the Girl Scouts? Why now should they get involved in the Girl Scouts? How yes, do I do it? Yes, that's um, safe space that Adrian talked about is really kind of the key point. So helping to create these safe spaces for girls is really what we're seeking in volunteers. And anyone over the age of 18 can be an impact on girls' lives. So the reason it's just really important now is I think, again, um, it takes a village, it takes a community mm -hmm. to really help our young people grow up healthy and well, you know, in all areas of their life, whether that's social, emotional, physical, um, and I think that this program, the support of the adults mm -hmm. who volunteer their time and, and give all their passions to this makes a difference. And it's um, something that I don't think um, we can talk enough about is that, is that 
um, significant involvement makes a huge difference. Yeah. Well, thank you ladies both for awesome. coming. It's been awesome to hear about the Girl Scouts. Uh, such a great organization. Let's hope that it'll be around for another 110 years. We won't get to see it, but I hope that it will be around for another 110 years. And if you're interested in learning more about the Girl Scouts, please go and visit their website. We're gonna take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the DuPage Health Coalition, Akira Murphy and Annette Kenny. Welcome. Nice to have you both with me today. Thank you. Thanks so much. I'm going to start out with you, Kara, and we're going to talk a little bit about DuPage Health Coalition. 20 years you've been going, right? Hard yes. to believe that. Um, and healthcare's changed a lot, and so your programming has had to change a lot. So talk a little bit about how you're bringing access to health for everybody. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having us here. It has been an incredible 20 years, 20 years of partnership and collaboration. Collaboration is really at the heart of how we operate. And uh, the first program with which we started 20 years ago was Access to Page. It continues to be our flagship program. 65,000 DuPage County residents served through that program since we began. And really what Access to Page does is leverage the generosity of all of our community partners, every hospital, including Edward Elmhurst Health, uh, participates, donates resources to us, and also donates millions of dollars worth of services to allow low-income, uninsured residents of DuPage County to receive really high-quality, comprehensive health care. We really believe that at its heart, uh, health care should not be dependent on one's income, but rather should be accessible to all of our community, and we're in a community where that's possible. Yeah. Two other programs, very briefly, that we also operate, not as old as Access to Page, Silver Access, which is an ACA premium assistance program, helping people to pay for the insurance for which they qualify. And then we also have a program called DuPage Dispensary of Hope, which is a free pharmacy program connecting patients to about 350 free medications uh, available uh, at 90 days uh, quantities, and that's in cooperation with the, the county and the health department. Yeah, and I love what you said in the sense of, you know, it, it's about a healthy community and it can only be healthy as a total community if every individual is healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's that access and partnership. But, you know, with that, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about that because for Edward Elmhurst, this has been a major push for you uh, and being part of that collaboration. Why is it being important? Well, you know, when you think about healthcare, when you think about our mission, it's advancing the health of the community. Health is complicated. Uh, the clinical services that we deliver at Edward Elmer's Health, while extremely important, it's only a portion of, you know, what creates a good health status in the community. Um, it's social determinants of health. That's uh, education. It's, it's employment. 
it's food insecurity, it's all those kinds of things um, that have an impact on health. That's, in fact, people think about 80% of health is because of those kinds of things. Mm. So uh, it's important to address those non-clinical factors uh, in order to really advance the health of the community. And you can't, we can't do that alone. We need partnerships like uh, DuPage Health Coalition and all the partners that we collectively bring to the table to make that all happen. Yeah, and I think I really love what you said about that because we tend to, when we hear the word health, right, we just immediately think, oh, I'm healthy or I'm going to the doctor, right? But as you talk about it, so many other pieces to that puzzle. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And as I said, none of, none of us by ourselves do it alone. Uh, so those partnerships are really, really critical. We've worked with uh, DuPage Health Coalition since the beginning. We were a, Very a founding uh, partner, uh, among others, uh, and we continue to work uh, together today uh, in terms of delivering health services. They do a great job um, addressing the needs of really the most vulnerable uh, in our population. Uh, we provide uh, health services for those patients, but they do a lot to keep them out of the hospital. And it's that partnership, again, that provides the glue and the safety net that, that really advances health. And it's a win-win for everybody. Though. It is. Right, it right. Is. Nobody wins when they're coming to the hospital. That's you right. Know? We don't so want we, anybody there. I know. Truly, I mean, if we could put you out of business, that would be a good thing. It would be good. It but would really, be, again, it goes yeah. back to our mission. It's advancing health. Yeah, absolutely. So, Kira, you know, the last two years have been just... Um, you know, horrific for so many people uh, across our community and the world. And shout out to all the staff at Edward Elmhurst Health for all their tireless efforts on the front line of this pandemic. Uh, talk a little bit about how that's impacted the work that you've had to do, because it was challenging to begin with. Uh, access to health care, how, how has that evolved? Well, first, I want to acknowledge that the patients that we serve, the families that we serve, have been disproportionately impacted. Uh, many uh, did not have the luxury of being able to stay home from work uh, and had work that really put them at the front line and exposed them to greater risk and, and poorer health outcomes. Uh, so we realized very quickly that we couldn't continue to do business as usual, even if we'd wanted to. And we really need to think about what creates health in the midst of a pandemic. What that meant for us is that in addition to doing the services and resources and programs that we'd always offered, we amended our, our service delivery to add some new resources. Really excited and proud to say that through partnership with our hospitals and, and a number of philanthropic uh, foundations, we were able to deliver 70,000 units of PPE all throughout the community, most dominantly to the families that we serve and low-income families. Uh, that included not only masks, but also thermometers and pulse oximeters and uh, hand sanitizer and all of those things that for those of us who have resources, we probably take for granted. But if sure. you're not able to keep food on your table, finding the means to purchase all of those things can be prohibitive. We really wanted people to be safe. Uh, the other change that we made was that we launched Pandemic Health Navigation, which is really around providing direct, warm, um, accessible services to individuals who were directly impacted by COVID, making sure that they did have food in their homes if they were quarantining, making certain that they had access to all of the resources that would keep their families safe, and also, um, in addition, making certain that we were uh, linking them to all of the testing services as well as the vaccination services that were available. 6,000 vaccinations were provided through the DuPage Health Coalition's collaborations with other community partners. And these were individuals who, because of limited English proficiency, uh, work schedules, and a host of other issues, really might have struggled to be able to get access to vaccine otherwise. So we were proud to be able to do a small part 
in a large community effort. Yeah, well, bravo to you, right? Because I, and it's interesting, again, I think it goes back to that whole uh, community orientation, you know, thinking about the kids that weren't able to go to school and what that meant because they had working parents and access to technology and, and, and all of that spider web that really uh, comes together and is so important for what you do. In terms of Edward Elmhurst Health, um, you have an exciting new community initiative that you're launching. So I want to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we are really excited about it. It is a $100 million community investment fund. Uh, we're actually calling it a community investment program because it's more than just a fund. Um, it will allow us to uh, provide grants to other community-based organizations who we can partner with to um, you know, address some of those complex healthcare needs that we've been talking about. You know, as I mentioned, it's not all about access to services. That's some of it, but it's it's all of the you know, access to transportation, language services, all of those other things that provide strengthen that spider web that you said. Um, you know, that that will provide health to the, the to the community. But it's through these kinds of partnerships that we can have a really. Uh, real and uh, significant impact on the community. Well, well done to you. Thank well you. Well done to you. Well, I so enjoyed chatting with both of you. It's such an important component. It's so foundational uh, to our community. So I thank you for coming by and, and sharing some more information. And if you would like more information about the DuPage Health Coalition, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. And joining me now representing the Downtown Naperville Alliance are Danielle Tefano and Carrie Cheval. So nice to have you both here. It's always fun to talk about Downtown mm -hmm. Naperville. And uh, Danielle, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Uh, tell me about the Downtown Naperville Alliance. What is it? Thank you for having us. Um, we serve as a marketing assistant advocating for and event planning for downtown merchants. So downtown Naperville, as far as what we service, has a very specific zone in the central business district. If your business is down there within that zone, we're here to help with marketing and advocating um, and event planning. We do a lot of fun things, wine walks, chocolate walks, cookie walks. We have summer sculptures, all kinds of great things to help serve our merchants. And also when issues come up that we need to go to city council or uh, you know, fight for our businesses downtown, we help with a lot of that as well. Okay, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But also, so chamber. Not the chamber, how are you different from the chamber? We like to consider ourselves, rather than uh, being the same, we're just friendly neighbors with the chamber. So we were at one point under their umbrella, um, but DNA is a very um, successfully strong financial institution on its own. So we have separated 
over the last couple of years. We do some similar things, but we're also very different in a lot of ways. We offer things that the chamber doesn't. The chamber offers things that we don't. We specifically focus on downtown Naperville businesses. And so that's kind of our realm. And so um, while we're good neighbors to them, we are separate. Okay. All right. Good to know. Uh, separate but different, but exactly. separate but working together. Friendly. Yes. Yeah. Friendly neighbors. I like that. <laughs> Kiri, um, I know the DNA, and I've been very happy to have been both the recipient and the purchaser mm -hmm. of the Downtown Naperville uh, gift cards. Yep. Talk a little bit about that program. Tell us what it's all about. So our gift card program has been around for about, I want to say, 18 years or so, and we have now over 160 participants in the Downtown Naperville. Um, we have all of the retail, um, restaurants, services, anything you can think of. We also have a special program that allows our schools to get a special discount when they order in bulk for the holidays and for special um, teacher gifts. And they do really well. We have great participation and people come in the office to buy them. You can also purchase them at three locations in downtown Naperville. You can visit our website for further details and also purchase online. Okay. I Well, I love that. And I love you always. They're fun. They're really cute to give because they're always well done. Uh, and it is nice to be able, if you don't know, you know, does this person like to eat this or that or wear exactly. this or buy that? You know, it's a great way because it's universal downtown, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay, Danielle, that's the nice part. So I, I, I you know, I, I, I know it's coming. I know you know I it's know coming, it. and I, I have to just bring it up because it's important, because it's an important project, uh, even though it may feel a little painful at times. Talk about the downtown streetscape. Uh, what's going on? Why are we doing it? Mm -hmm. What should people know? So there is a major construction project happening this year in downtown Naperville, and I think what a lot of people think is that it's strictly a beautification process, and that's Part of it, uh, we're going to end up in the fall this year with wider sidewalks and beautiful new planters, new LED light fixtures, and it's going to look awesome and be beautiful for our downtown. There's also another part of that, uh, the infrastructure that's underground. We have a 100-year-old water main. We had lead services that needed to be replaced. And so let alone do we want to make downtown Naperville look beautiful, we had to get underground to make sure that we fixed things that were in desperate need of repair. So it's been a little bit of a struggle, and obviously, you know, businesses knew that it was going to be a little bit of a struggle. We've done our part and, and really tried to press for extra signage so people know how to get to all the businesses to make sure there's access to each and every business. People can still walk up to Allegory or Tinker or Anderson's Bookshop and still access all of those. Um, it's just a project that needed to happen. It's been postponed a couple times with COVID and, and different things. But in the end, in the fall of this year, we're going to have uh, quite the downtown to show off. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, it's like everything in your house, right? You, you Nobody wants to take on those big projects. But if you delay and delay, potentially you find yourself with a much bigger project. So I will say that uh, city staff and city council has been extremely supportive of the businesses downtown to allow us to put up extra signage and, and do things for businesses that maybe they wouldn't have allowed before. Just fun ways to bring people downtown. We have uh, progress viewing areas that we set up with acrylic panels for, for kids to watch the construction. Um, we've had sandboxes out there for kids to have the little diggers and be a part of the construction. And you know, just ways to bring families down and, and the city has been extremely supportive with, 
with all the crazy ideas that we've come up with. Yeah, well, and I kind of love that. I mean, it's part of life. It's the circle of life. All mm -hmm. you know, our downtown is our oldest part, right? Um, so, it, it, and I love. I personally quite like the viewing yeah. area. It's kind yeah. of it's fun to watch all that big machinery go. Well, but it's a great place too. With construction, there's dust and there's dirt flying. I think some people don't realize that that's a safe space to stand, so you don't get dust in your eyes and dirt in your eyes. Yes, you can watch it from anywhere uh, beyond the barricades, but that's you know, kids don't like dirt and dust in their eyes, so that's why we put them up. No, just in their sticky fingers. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> um, and I think it kind of it, it sort of feels a little bit like a lot of the programs that you all were doing during the pandemic. I mean, a great way for the community to rally behind this, right, is to get down there and support the merchants that are right now being impacted. We can't That's a great way to do that, enough. right? Yeah, some of these businesses have seen a 30% drop in traffic, which is a big deal. We're going to get through it, and we're doing everything we can to help them get through it. But, you know, if you're considering where to go to dinner or do your uh, birthday or holiday shopping, please consider downtown Naperville, especially those businesses along the streetscape route. Yeah, absolutely. We, all, we want them to be open, yes. you know, and I think that's, that's on all of us, right, in terms of as we think about where we're going to shop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Carrie, how, you know, obviously you do a lot of coordination with, uh, and you've got so many merchants. I mean, yeah. the list is so long and kind of exciting. Uh, talk about how people access that and, and how do you let people know what else is going on? Sure. So you can visit our website. We have all of our upcoming events listed on our website. Um, each merchant has their own page with their own hours and whatnot, phone numbers, so you can directly contact each of our merchants through their pages. You can also purchase our gift cards on our webpage as well. Uh, some of the events coming up are our wine walk, our chocolate walk, um, the fashion show. So we have a lot of fun events coming up, that, and we also have an antique car show coming up for Father's Day weekend. That's always a big thrill. And we also have our summer sculptures, which we have not announced yet, but we will announce now. They're vintage pickup trucks. Oh. So we have 16 sponsors hosting those. So we're very excited. They'll be spread all over downtown. And then too on our website is our directory. We have a page that has our map, of course, and then we also have the actual, um, I believe it's a 20-page directory that you can access. And then all of our businesses in downtown as well has our directory and map pads that you can pick up as well. Okay. So, yeah. and on that website, right, I could go on and look at any individual store, see yes. when it's open. So it's yep. kind of a one-stop shop, which it is. is nice, yep. and right? they're categorized by what they are, if it's a spa or if it's a um, women's boutique, men's boutique, jewelry, anything. Yeah, there's a first page, and then you can you can even type in the name of the shop that you want to go to to see their individual page and visit their website as well. Well, we are a great destination, and Absolutely. even when we have people coming in that maybe we'd like to go out of our house and go spend some time yes. downtown, they could use that resource, right? Sure can. You know, some of the feedback that we've got from people with these wine walks and chocolate walks and cookie walks is it gives them a, an opportunity to experience businesses that they maybe would have never stepped into um, in the first place. So it kind of forces them to go in there and see all these wonderful merchants. Yeah, yes. great. Well, listen, hang in there through the rest of the construction. Uh, hopefully our viewers will continue to support those merchants because that's important. We want them to be there and continue to be yes. vibrant. And thank you for all that you do to keep our downtown well. We appreciate it. And if you would like to find out more about the Downtown Naperville Alliance, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's episode. To learn more about the organizations featured on the show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and like and follow us on Facebook. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching.
Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.